Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, and this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole Notion template that you can purchase down below and I've listed next to each and every transit kind of the energy of what you can expect. So if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead, then I highly recommend checking that out. It took me a super long time to create. I went through hand by hand, day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day the major transits and what we might feel so i highly recommend taking advantage of that i'm going to have it at a really really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect and i also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves and then you can also kind of follow along with me when i do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons you'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand maybe make some predictions if you're learn learning astrology and of course if you want to learn astrology with me I also have a course astrology 101 that I've been adding lots of content to and it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself your purpose and what's coming up for you in the year so if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology definitely check that out down below. Um, soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right, up next we have my beautiful Leos. So you guys, this is going to be a really big year and I'm excited to talk to you about what this is going to look like for you. So first of all, you guys have had Pluto moving through your sixth house for the last 15 years since 2008. It is now finally transitioning into Aquarius for a short period of time this year and giving us a semblance of what the next 20 years will look like. So what does that mean? Pluto in the sixth house has been undergoing a transformation in regards to your work, especially how much effort and energy you have to put out into the world. And it's funny because I pulled the six of pentacles, which has this very sixth house energy, but not necessarily in the same way as the sixth house. The six of pentacles is about equal give and take, and the sixth house is about unequal give and take. So it's the same concept different variations of it. So 
Pluto moving through your six has been pushing on and transforming that concept and relationship in your life. So how much do I give versus get? How much do I get walked over or used? How much effort do I have to put in my career? How much effort do I have to put into my health? What does that look like? What do I need to transform in the way that I take care of myself and others? So this has been this 15 year long journey for you. And from March 23rd to June 11th, it, Pluto will actually transition into Aquarius in your seventh house. And then it will dip back into the sixth until the new year. And then from 2024 for the next 20 years, you will experience Pluto in your seventh house. So what does that look like? Pluto and Aquarius in your seventh for you guys is about completely transforming the way that you do relationships. This could be having a radical shift in the kinds of people that you attract in the way that you relate to them and the way that you understand people having this whole metamorphosis from the inside out um, around everything to do with the other person in your life and the way that you interact with the other person and so this is going to be a very very powerful 20 year new journey for you that you're going to get that kind of jolt of mini experience around from March to June of this year. You guys also have Saturn moving into Pisces, which is in your eighth house on March 7th. Saturn moving into our eighth house is not the easiest house to be totally honest with you. Everyone has to do it. Saturn works on a 30 year cycle where it goes around each house of our chart for around two and a half years if you're using whole sign houses. So this is beginning another two and so um month you know two two and a half year journey and in the eighth house and it's asking you to look very deeply within around your inner resources as well as the resources of others and the way that you're willing to share and open up to other people in your life how are you willing to work with and rely on other people in a business setting, in a vulnerability setting, in your relationship with intimacy? What are your deepest fears? What do you need to conquer in terms of trauma? What do you need to release and let go of? When Saturn moves to your eighth house, those that baggage will become very apparent in your relationships, will become very apparent in your psyche. And you might actually initially exhibit a little bit more fear. Um, that's not necessarily something that I'm seeing in your cards per se. What I'm seeing in your cards is a lot of hard work. And I think that maybe in some ways with Saturn moving through your eighth house, um, you might actually be pouring yourself into your work so that you don't necessarily have to focus so much on this pressure of Saturn in the eighth house. Um, or it's like Saturn in the eighth can bring out those insecurities and working hard, working hard can be a way to make ourselves feel better about them. <clears throat> if there is ever a year to go to therapy, it's, or even two years, it's the time when Saturn moves to your eighth house. So yes, working hard is a part of your year and, um, having some success in that area is likely. Um, but you guys also need to make sure that you're doing the internal work and not just ignoring that. So just um, a little word of advice. You also have Jupiter in Aries in your ninth house, and this will remain here until May 16th, and then it will move into your 10th house. Okay, so Jupiter in your ninth house 
It brings this feeling of anything is possible. I have so much hope and faith about what the future has to offer. And I asked the universe, you know, what card are you starting off this year with? And then what is your end result? And I got the unicorn as the start of your year. So I think in this way with Jupiter in the ninth house, you guys are feeling this level of excitement of maybe anything is possible. Maybe I can have what I want. And so the unicorn feels like even these crazy big dreams are at my doorstep. They are a potential for me. And I really feel like you guys are going to, you're going to feel that continued expansion um, all the way through May 16th. And then it's going to start shifting into your career. So you're like, this is possible. I have all these dreams. I, I'm aspiring. I'm excited. I'm in, inspired. And ultimately, that good energy, along with the internal work that you're doing with Saturn in the 8th to overcome your fears, are going to help your career sector. And it's going to help you get a lot more business, a lot more work, a lot more authority, prestige, new opportunities, new doors opening. Very, very exciting year for your career. I really feel like you guys are going to have a ton of energy as a result of having these things on your plate and the inspiration that you're that you want to do them right it's not just like oh I have to do that it's like I'm stoked I'm growing in my life I'm growing in my career making a name for myself and this energy card to me is saying you have that kind of physical capacity to meet the the increasing demand but I will say I'm really seeing like a lot of hard work I I don't feel like there's I don't feel like there's a lot of rest I feel like there's a lot of movement a lot of responsibility a lot of juggling, um, a lot of juggling, but I feel like you are ultimately protected and being able to sustain this without burnout. It doesn't feel the burnt, like a burnout level. That would be more Saturn in the 10th house. Jupiter in the 10th house is a lot more excited um, and growth oriented, which is more sustainable. And so I think that ultimately you guys are going to find that this is a very prosperous year for you in terms of career, which obviously will result in finances. This is Jupiter moving into Taurus after all. So many of us will have some shifts in our financial sector. And you guys are probably already starting to feel this because you've had the North Node in the 10th house in Taurus already up to this point in time and it will continue to be there until July 12th. So this faded kind of events around career, these faded events around your next big steps in the world and what you're meant to do in terms of legacy or impact or your goals, those have already been into play. Those are things that have kind of been just right in front of you that have been especially with eclipses, um, which are activating the North Node and the 10th, you're really feeling them like, okay, this is what I meant to do. This is the next big break. And then when Jupiter finally moves into there um, on May 16th, you're really going to feel that double down of kind of divine fated destiny of, of you hitting your stride this year in particular. Um, then on July 12th, the nodes will finally shift into Aries and Libra, which is your ninth and third house. So this is a time in which you may, the south node of the third house, again, you may feel really busy. So the north node of the ninth house is going to ask you to grow in your awareness of perspective so that you are not just caught up in the mundane of what's going on. You don't want to be 
You don't want to be so kind of head down in the work that you lose the idea of why you're doing what you're doing, what the mission is, what the drive is, what the impact you want in your life is. And that is the that is the danger with the south end of the third house. We can become so focused on our next to-do that we lose sight of ourselves. We lose sight of our why. We lose sight of who we're helping in this process and why we're even alive. So please come back to this again and again after July 12th and reconstruct that mission because the North Node being here is going to help you shift and challenge your beliefs to understand your bigger integrated purpose in this world. Okay. I, I'm going to get back into the astrology, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about some of these cards. So let's talk about, there's so many. Okay. I did want to mention this, um, these three cards at the top, which were page of wands, nine of wands and page of cups. So I feel like the, this is saying that you guys are getting this kind of inspired opportunity with the with the um, page of wands something that you're really stoked on that feels really creative and then with the nine of wands you are going all in on this activity you are staying up late you are working overtime whatever this exciting situation is you are basically running your battery empty a little bit to be honest but at the same time with the page of cups it's saying that it's really filling you up emotionally and these are both pages, which are cards of inspiration. So it doesn't necessarily mean that what you are working on is even in its full bloom. It really is just saying that it's starting to ignite and create something within you that has the potential to grow and grow long-term. So the effort that you're putting in now, it feels like it's not only fulfilling you emotionally, but that it has the potential to do that and sustain you in a big way long term. So this is just the beginning is what I'm trying to say for you guys. This is just the door opening and you walking through and realizing how many opportunities are waiting for you on the other side, which is very, very exciting. Um, and then the other cards that I pulled were beaver, octopus, and tiger. And I almost feel like this tiger is a, I almost feel like this tiger is an advice card. So I'm going to save that one on the side. So the beaver and the octopus, these are cards about working and having your hands in lots of different pots. So maybe some of you guys are doing two different careers, um, like one actual career. And then another one is your passion project, a business, a hobby, something else that you're putting a lot of effort and energy into, and you want to make it into a second career. You want to do a second job. Um, that's not going to be the case for all of you, but Many of you will have lots of different plates that you're juggling in the air. And that's, again, there's so many cards around like working hard, working hard, that I feel like it can be a little overwhelming, which is why you have the tiger. And this tiger is connected to the lunar forces. It's connected to the feminine, to the divine flow, to rest, reflection, re restoration, receiving. So this is all about sitting back and allowing things to come to you. And there's so much masculine energy here about taking action, making your way through the world, really making sure that you check all the, the to-dos off your responsibilities. But this tiger card to me is saying, you have to make time for you. And I think that you will find out how to do that this year. I think that you have such strong work energy, but it's saying that you're being protected from burnout in particular. And so I think that you're going to find people, activities, places, situations, financial opportunities 
that will equal your efforts and fill your cup back up. So it's like you work a super long 10 hour day, but then you get a bomb ass check at the end of the day and you feel like, oh, that was amazing. Or you work super hard and then you come home and your partner cooked a lavish meal for you and is taking care of you. And so you're going to find that the universe is there to restore you and not allow you to burn out, which is such a Jupiter in the 10th house thing. Um, you know, you're just being very, very much supported. And the reason I say that is because I pulled the protection with the 10 of wands and six of pentacles and protection. I was like, what is, I was like, I need clarity. What, what are you being protected from? And then the 10 of wands came out. So 10 of wands is a burnout card. So you are quite literally being prevented from burning out by being sustained with the six of pentacles by equal opportunities to the effort you put in. So this is equal give and take equal, um, basically being able to receive what you're putting out. And that is not always the case. And with Pluto moving through your sixth house for so long, you you probably in many ways have felt the injustice of inequality of giving a lot more than you get back. And I feel like that's finally starting to shift a little bit with Pluto now moving into your seventh for a few months and then permanently for the next, not permanently, but for the next 20 years in January of next of 2024. Um, in many ways, I think you guys are going to reestablish a relationship with balance and equality, which is the seventh house. This is about contracts, marriage. What's for me is for you. Let's, let's have a, let's create a real balance and equal partnership. And I think with Pluto moving through your six, you haven't always had that. You've kind of been used and abused in some ways. And I think you can think of a number of areas of your life where that's happened. So, this year is about that really turning on its head, you working really hard, but getting equally what you give. And so that is going to help sustain you. Okay. You guys also have Mars moving through Gemini in your 11th house. And it's been here in the end of 2022 and will continue to be there until the beginning, um, until March of 2023. So this is creating a lot of energy and drive around your social sphere, around your community and network. Maybe you're really motivated to go out and be social, make friends. Um, this is typically the energy you'll have a little bit more desire, maybe more invitations as well to kind of go out there um, and meet people. Maybe more people are also willing to help you. So let's say you do do like a job or a side gig. People are willing to kind of throw you money or opportunities um, to get that thing off the ground. And then sometimes Mars here as well can be a little bit of an agitation, like you're combative with your friends or there's a little bit of discord in the in the community. So that's been the energy here for a while. And again, we'll continue until March of 2023. We will also all experience a Venus retrograde from July 23rd to September 4th. This is happening in Leo in your first house. So this is a really, really big deal for you guys. I actually want to pull a card just for this. And I'm going to do a whole reading on this, so I don't want to go into super detail. Um, but I got success and happiness. Wow. Okay. That's a lot more positive than I would have just innately said. Um, because usually when we see a Venus retrograde, it can be a time when relationships are struggling, when we really have to like fight to see the glimmer and the hope in the world. Venus is a planet of beauty. And when it goes backwards, it's like, where is the beauty? What do I love about this life? <laughs> and when it's in your first house, it's a lot about reassessing our values, our relationship to ourself, what we want to create out in the world for people. And if that's being reflected back in the value that we're receiving. Um, and if there are imbalances, it will become really obvious at this time. But I feel like what this is saying with success and happiness is that the imbalances will start to um, 
equal, even out at this point. With success and happiness, you're going to be granted those things that you put a lot of effort into coming back to you because retrograde is not just about revisiting something old. It's about getting retribution for past actions. So if we've been bad in a bad relationship, that Venus retrograde can really test that partnership. If we've been with the wrong person, rarely do the relationships last past this Venus retrograde. Um, and this could also be almost like Saturn, this kind of karmic quality of I've put so much to this person or this business that it's coming back to me or even sometimes like an old partner coming back to you. Regardless, I'm seeing that this is going to be with these cards a very uplifting time ultimately and there may be some things that you still have to kind of edit or minimize or fix in terms of your life, your life goals, the way that you take care of yourself, the way that you value yourself at that time. And then that can lead to the success and happiness. So it's either going to come back at that time towards you and repay you, or the changes that you make at that time will lead you to the success and happiness at the end of the rainbow. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about are the eclipses. But before we do, just know that everyone has planets all the planets are moving direct January 22nd to April 21st. So I'm trying to tell everyone this. This is your time to start new things, say yes, access new projects, new opportunities, because ultimately this time of year is when all the planets are ready to go. We have the most momentum. Nothing is looking back in the past. It's all looking forward. Okay, so now I'm talking about the eclipses. On April 20th, you have a solar eclipse in Aries in your ninth house. This could be a time in which you experience a lot of energetic revitalization. I'm really seeing you guys coming back online in a way where you start to see the hope in a situation where you feel really inspired about something. You might even learn something new as a result of this inspiration, but it feels like you guys are reconnecting more with your why and what kind of led you down this initial path to begin with. On May 5th, you have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in your fourth house. This could indicate some big changes within the home area. You are likely leaving one phase of your living situation and moving on into another or leaving one phase of your family and your ancestral lineage and, and changing into another or something around your emotional well-being can have this huge turnover and realization um, and shedding where you are kind of no longer clinging on to the old, but you're willing to release it and step into um, a lighter, better future. On October 14th, you have a solar eclipse in Libra in your thir third house. So this is a really good time in order to come up with good ideas and solutions to help you move forward in a really practical way. So let's say you have a business and you've been looking for um, kind of that next step, that next big break. This is a time to go network, to talk to people. There's going to be something that comes through these connections and these ideas that's going to make waves for you in the future. And I think that's going to be um, a really stimulating and exciting and busy time. And you might get a lot of kind of feedback or people around you at that time who are really speaking about the effects that you've had on their life. And this could be as simple as making new friends, um, meeting new people in your community. But for many of you, I feel like you're going to have some great ideas about something as a result of this eclipse. And then lastly, on the 20th, you have a lunar eclipse in Taurus in your 10th house. Whenever we have a lunar eclipse, it's usually about some type of ending, um, some type of shedding. And in the 10th house, there may be something within your career sector that you've been working really hard on, you've been pushing, that you need to adjust, that you need to let go of. And this could even be a belief about yourself or a way of doing things that once changed will actually benefit you a lot more long term. 
So um, that's essentially what I'm seeing for you guys. I hope that is helpful for you. Definitely check this, check back on this throughout the year. If you guys want an astrology reading from me, check me out at willsboom.com. You can also learn astrology from me there. I have my own course if you want to study on your own. And I'm also going to potentially, I think, run a live cohort next year if you're interested in that. So definitely check that out in the description box down below to see when I will be running that um, because spots will definitely be limited because we'll be meeting together um, and getting live help from me. And then lastly, if you want to learn about what all of the transits are this next year and you want to see the energy listed out for them, so like a breakthrough day, a love day, a happy day, then check out my Notion template down below. I hope you guys have a great one. Bye.